What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Make It Work podcast. Welcome back to the party on Spotty. Don't. I hate when you call it a potty. I don't like that. Hey, write down in the comments, either on YouTube or whatever. You know, we'll put this on our story. And we'll be okay. like, do you think potty on spotty sounds cool? Yeah. Uh, listen potty to on the spotty. Uh, listen hey. to the potty on spotty. Hey. hey and I'm going to go to the potty. Yeah. Hey. Listen to the potty on spotty on the potty. Uh, it's Ooh. a new party. Uh, uh, party. 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 Uh, party. Uh, party. Uh, party. Really? Party. Bacardi. Party. Shoddy. Party. 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 Rarics, party party Rarics party party thing. party isn't that isn't it weird when like you I see say what you're a word do, i see what you're doing now <laughs> isn't party isn't it weird when you say a word and then you kind of forget what it means and it just sounds like blah, blah, blah. i'm not gonna lie i was so confused to what you were doing but then it started to make sense anyways there's a reason why i just acted like a crazy man for a second right there today we're gonna speak about the lullaby effect um, if you Google the lullaby effect, it won't pop up. It doesn't exist. It does not exist. I guess the proper way to say it is semantic satiation. Satiation. Say, satiation. Satiation. Semantic like satiation. That. Let me spell it for y'all. S-E-M-A-N-T-I-C space S-A-T-I-A-T-I-O-N. If you want to look it up, look it up. But so, there was one day when I was at church, right? Okay. And the pastor was talking about, like, I don't know what he was talking about. I forgot. Uh-huh. But it was some heat. I remember because I took notes. Right. Yeah. And but, one thing but that. But you forgot. But I forgot. But okay. I forgot, you know. But it was heat. I remember hey. that it was heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but one thing that he said was, hey, and it just sounds like the lullaby effect. And I wrote that down. I was like, what is the lullaby effect? Mm. And before I Googled it, one thing that he said was, well, what is that? He said. And he literally answered the question that I had in my mind. And he said, it's when you hear something so many times that it begins to lose its meaning. Mm. And for the longest time, I wrote that down in my notes because I yeah. felt like it was something that we should have spoken on. Yeah, um, that's good. And as I looked it up, literally I looked it up on YouTube because that, that's where I go to find my stuff. I'm like a visual learner. I'll learn it through somebody who's like showing it on the board and like speaking about it and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But literally when I looked it up, it was just a bunch of baby songs, bro. Lullaby. Yeah, it was a bunch of lullabies. So you thought you, know? you thought it was actually something? Yeah. Like he didn't make it up? Like you made it up? Yeah, like this um, man made it up. I thought this man was a whole psychologist up there. I was like, bruh. <laughs> but that's like, you thought that was like the scientific term? Yeah, like, I was like, ooh. <laughs> that's funny. That's, I was like, that has a nice name to it. Yo, it's going to be a good topic. That's funny. Okay. But... Yeah. When I looked it up for this specific podcast, it didn't mm-hmm. pop up. Yeah. But one thing that did pop up was semantic satiation. Satiation. I even wrote it down, guys. Look at this. Terrible. I'm Anyways. Still say it. <laughs> so one thing that it said was it is the effect in which a word seems to lose its meaning mm-hmm. after it has been repeated many times in rapid succession. The reason for this effect remain poorly understood and mm. i think like when you say party a hundred times like in the videos that i saw and then some of the the specific articles that i looked up it said your your brain kind of like 
conserve energy. It's like confusing, but basically, it would rather not try to continue to bring up that word yeah. into your memory. Uh-huh. So, basically, what I'm saying is, your mind just gets to this point where it's like, nah, yeah. not even, yeah. and then. You just keep saying stuff like that, like, ooh, party, party, party. And yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, it sounds like a bunch of random words. Yeah. And the point that we're trying to bring to this is how in the Christian world, we use a lot of uh, what's called Christianese. Mm-hmm. So a lot of Christian language that could lose its meaning because it's overused yeah. or we use it without intention behind it. So for you know examples of like Christianese is like um, it's, it's not in season, bro. Not in season it's at not all. Not in season. You should pray about it. Pray I know about you it. prayed about it a thousand times, yeah. but yo, continue to pray about it, bro. Yeah, dude. I just honestly think that we were not like um, I don't know. The Lord to told me to, not to. Yeah, the hey, Lord told oh, me. Oh, I got one. I got one. I got one. I got one. Hey, um, so God told me you were gonna be my wife. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen those church chat videos where he's like? The and he's TikTok like, yo, guy. thank you for sharing. Honestly, we're just praying that like you're delivered from all that stuff. No, he, no yeah, he's, <laughs> like, he's, like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, God, I just want to pray for my brother whose name I cannot remember for the life of me. <laughs> he's like, and I just pray he finds leaders and mentors like me. <laughs> and he's like, and I pray that Tabitha, that she finds the right man who's like right in front of her. He's like right in front of her. And he's like praying to her, and like God, praying with her. <laughs> and no, like the one where he's like, God, and I just pray that he starts treating his girl better. Because if not, somebody else will. I declare that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, okay, so. Yeah, so in this walk, we use a lot of these terms. And we say it as a joke, and it's on TikTok because it's funny. Yeah. Because it happens and it's real, mm-hmm. so I feel like we we tend to overuse yeah. a lot of these sayings and a lot of these words, and they tend to lose meaning. Yeah. I don't know how many times someone's given me some type of word, and I'm like, I've heard that a thousand times, yeah. and it doesn't even relate to what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. So that's what we mean by the lullaby effect. How the same way, you know, like a, a lullaby for a kid. For as adults, I know a word can just become something so like past, like the like it, it puts you to sleep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a lullaby does. Yeah, and and even as I was doing some studying for this, like yo, like we begin to become exhausted for the specific uh, word. Say is we hear a lot of words so many times within our walk that people, some people just begin to. Uh, become numb to it yeah like you ever hear something so many times like you're you're just numb to it you yeah. know yeah. yeah and like the whole meaning the whole the whole uh heart behind it is 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 essentially i don't know gone i don't know you know yeah. i think it one loses of the, its purpose its meaning of it's, course. its weight and that's one thing that uh, one point that i wanted to share is that our words should carry weight because gods do yeah. The Lord's words mm. carry weight. So yeah. our words should also carry the same amount of weight when we give them to people. Yeah. And when you think about it, relationships are comprised of conversations. Yeah. I base my relationship off of you, off of the words you've given me and how we relate to each other. Mm. So if you were to hear me tell you, oh, I mean, you're this, this and that. And then you hear me tell the next person, the next person, you're like, well, are we really friends? Am I really special? Does he really think I'm funny? Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, words I give you have to carry a different weight than they would somebody else. Yeah. And I think that's another problem with, like, these 
Christianese words is that we use them as filler words. Mm. We use them wow. as just like, wow. like in the moment, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. you know, like, is that really a word or are you just trying to hype me up right now type yeah. of thing? And that's not the case with us. 100%. And I, I took that so so hard when I wrote it down in my notes. Our words should carry weight because God's do. His words carry weight. Wow. And his so words good. and his words aren't void. Yeah. And I think that's something that we should remember when giving those words. But at the same time, like, I don't want this conversation to be just like, oh, like every single like we talk about dumb stuff. Like we do. We were act- a lot of we dumb were, stuff, guys. We were we were, act- we were acting a fool before we even started filming mm-hmm. this. So yeah, like I'm not gonna say every conversation, but then we also had a conversation about um, my music mm-hmm. and how you were giving me words of affirmation in it. Fire, guys! Coming and, soon. Oh my gosh! And hey, come on. <laughs> And I believe you. I, I believe your, your words are not void. And I believe they carry weight. Why? Because I'm not getting hyped up in a specific way by you that will make me feel like, oh, this is fake. This is not true. Because you know me personally. And yeah. that's and your words carry that different type of weight to them. 100%. Mm-hmm. And I think even as, 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 as Christians, as followers, you know, I think when we first come to the Lord... We have this strong desire to learn, but we also have this strong desire to pour out what is being learned as well. 100%. I, I just remember that when I first came to the Lord, like, I had this strong desire to pour out what the Lord was pouring into me as well, into other people. And I think when we are in positions like that, it can become easy to hit everyone with a, yeah. yo, this thing, and then the next person next to him, yo, this thing as well, yeah. and the next person after that, this thing. I remember one time, I went to a conference, right? Mm-hmm. And it was in, it was in Texas. I don't know if you guys heard of Vision Juvenil. I thought you were about to say, I don't know if you've heard of Texas. Have you ever heard of Texas, guys? Have you ever, no, Texas. It's, it's, it's kind of a little spot. It's like this little spot, you never heard of it. <laughs> it's like super indie. <laughs> <laughs> but like when you, I just remember that like, not eat, like just despising sin yeah but loving the lord so much that that's what came from it yeah yeah, yeah. and being there literally going to altar calls like for no reason bro mm-hmm. they were like oh like you've been going through a hard time you've been struggling boy i was up there like if i was going through some hard stuff yeah but here's my point i remember one day when i was up there i think i think it was like an older person mm-hmm. But I remember just literally being on the floor, weeping, bro, crying. But not because of the altar call, just because I wanted to spend more time in the Lord's presence, and I mm-hmm. felt like that was yeah. the place. And when this guy came to me, he started praying for me. Mm-hmm. I literally looked him in the eyes and said, hey, the Lord's going to do some great stuff in you. And I was like, bruh. Like, I was speaking to this man like he was a full-on new Christian and stuff. For all I would have known, this man would have been a full-on, like, pastor and everything. He would have been walking in his calling and stuff. Mm -hmm. And here I was just speaking just to speak. And I'm not saying that we should hold our, like, we should bite our tongue whenever we want to edify our brothers and sisters. Uh I guess what I'm trying to say is that there's some times where we say things so many times that they begin, it begins to lose its meaning to some people. And I think that's where we begin to draw distinctions is this a word given to me from god for this person Mm -hmm. because god will give you names and specific um things that someone is going through and then there are things of uh what what would be considered just words of affirmation Mm. and it's i'm not saying it's it's bad to give words of affirmation because we all need them yeah especially you know you know new believers 
you know, even us when we're going through tough times. Yeah. But I think that's where we need to draw a line and recognize and be like, okay, is this a God given thing or mm. am I just wanting to affirm my friend? Do I just want to motivate them? Because that's also okay. But yeah. at the same time, we need to know and recognize like, our, my words need to carry intention. Mm-hmm. And they need to carry, you know, like I said previously, they need to carry weight. They do. So when you give somebody that word, make sure it's going with uh, with an intention. Yeah. Because if not, it's just an empty word. Mm. It's just an wow. empty, you know, whatever. Like anybody on the street can give you, you know what I'm saying? When I'm walking and I'm wearing my, my Jordan 1 Shattered Backboard Sheesh. Lows. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I get compliments and I love it. I really do. And uh, hey, you, you no, want to show that off. No, yo, yeah. No, I'll be like walking at the mall. Homie will be like. Yo, dude, those shoes are, are sick. I'm like, thanks, bro. And I keep walking. And then my sister, she's like, you didn't even check to see what shoes you got on. I was like, I know what shoes I got on. You got your crusty you, dogs on. I was like, you thought I did this on accident. Like, yeah. Yeah, I know what I was doing. But you know what I'm saying? Like, his his comment really means nothing to me. Because mm. it's just a stranger that doesn't know me. Wow. Yeah, we have a similar connection. I remember he was wearing the off-white dunks, you know? So I recognized his game. And I said, yo, you too, bro, fire. But like... In reality, like, do our words carry weight? Like, would if he said I had wax shoes, would I have let that affect me as much as him saying six shoes? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's intention. It's what matters. You know what I'm saying? So it's the same thing when we give out a word. And it's like, yo, man, you're more than a conqueror. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's something pretty generic that we hear yeah. in, in, in church. Dude, you're more than a conqueror, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but when you give that word... Is it, okay, I'm giving it intention because I know that right now you're going through a tough season. Mm. Or are you going with the intention like, dude, like God just gave me this crazy word for you. You're more than a conqueror. And it's like the weight. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and the intention behind it. Yeah, because a lot of people hear words like that every other day at church. Mm-hmm. You know, like I remember this one time where I went to a coffee shop, right? And... I had a friend there and he worked there at the time and I was just having a conversation with him and you know he was telling me he was going through a hard time and stuff and Mm -hmm. and x y and z whatever you know like and I was just there I was like man I'm at at this point in time I was just there studying and stuff but like the Lord was pouring a lot in like into my heart Mm -hmm. but none of it was for other people a lot of it was for just for me Mm mm-hmm but I don't know what in me wanted to tell him everything that I was learning to help him out with his situation. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I literally went home. And, and you know, maybe in the, in the moment I felt like, wow, like I really gave him some good stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Some fire. Yeah. But I went home and I felt so convicted. I was like, and I felt like the Lord was saying, yo, this was not for him. Mm-hmm. This was not for this man. Like, yeah. like, yo, like, yeah, it's good. But it wasn't for him. And it leads me to this question that I just want to ask you. Do you think in in understanding, right, that words carry a lot of weight, mm-hmm. right, that we can give out of season, out of season words to people and do more damage than good? Wow. 100%. Because I think, well, first of all, a, a word that's in season will always be correct. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I think when we give a word that's out of season, it's 100% not from God. Mm. Because God wouldn't wow. give you... God, like, we're not God. 
Yeah. And God might give us like, you know, some people have the spirit or the gift of prophecy and, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't think that, that we would be able to release something and have it carry weight when it's like, bro, you're still on X level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you're not even there yet. And in, in unintentionally could damage someone, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 100%. Because maybe, you know, what you're trying to tell them is not, is not where they're at yet. And they're mm. still battling with like the pre, you know, to get mm. there. Yeah. But 100%, man. Yeah. Like even a couple of years ago, I was in this, like this <laughs> Christianese right here, this season where I was just in the desert, you know, I was in the desert, man. I was just man. in the desert. I was just in my desert season, bro. No, but I really felt like I was in this season where the Lord was like, Hey, I need you to be still. Cause I'm someone who likes to be moving nonstop. I like to be like helping out here and there or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. But this, the Lord was just telling me, Hey, I need you to be still, be still. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine someone coming up to me and say, Hey, the Lord says to go for it. The Lord says it to move. And I'm like, bruh, like you ever, like I've heard people say, you know, like, I feel like the Lord is telling us like for some people here, like he's telling you to go now. Mm-hmm. But the Lord is over here telling me, hey, I need you to stay still. Yeah. Like, when I think of, like, the lullaby effect, I think we just have, like, an, we have like an, uh, an overflow of good things that the Lord has spoken to us and spoken to the people around us. Yeah. That we just want other people to receive those as Experience well. Experience it. Yeah. yeah. When in reality, the Lord may be telling them, hey, I need you to relax right now. Yeah. Like, we're telling them, hey man the lord's telling you to go now mm-hmm. but the lord's t- like but the lord is actually speaking to them and saying hey, i need you to be still yeah you yeah know? that's so good because i feel like a lot of times we forget that our job is to just simply plant the seed mm-hmm. we're not the one who's going to be watering it we're not even gonna honestly like maybe reap anything yeah our job is just to plant the seed and we forget that god does the rest mm-hmm. And when we try to step in and play God and be like, well, now you got to move and now you got to run and go towards ministry and start leading a group and start, you know what I'm saying? Like we start pushing and pushing and pushing, but you never know the process that God has for someone. Yeah. And I loved that. um, uh, My pastor used to say when uh, I, I lived in L.A., he'd say, we want you to belong before you believe. Wow. So you need to feel like family before you even believe what we believe in. Yeah. And I think that sometimes we want people to believe so they can belong. Oof. Oof. And when we try to throw these Christianese words at people, at new believers, it all means nothing because one, they don't know the weight that the words carry. Mm -hmm. And it's also words that they've never received before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you could tell someone who's not in the body, yo, Jesus loves you, man. But he's like, who the heck is Jesus? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times we want people to believe before they even belong. Mm -hmm. And no, it's we need you to belong before you even believe. This is a family, you know, first. And like I said, God does the rest. Yeah. It's his job to to transform you know, mm-hmm. because it, it's not us. God, God convicts the hearts, and God changes uh, the minds, and and the uh, and people's characters, and He forms, you know, their 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 worldview once they come into Christ. Not us. 
And a lot of times we just want people to fit into our mold, into our box, and we start giving them these words. And a lot of times it's just like, hey, man, um, a lot of times they just need, bro, you're doing better than you were before. Yeah. You know what, man? You're, you're crushing it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We don't need to throw these, these Christianese words at them. Yeah. That like they're like season. What season? I don't even. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm still on Stranger Things season one. Like, what are you talking? About? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, like, come on. Hey, nah, you need to catch up, bro, for real. Hey, sorry. Hey, I know, I know, I know. I'm still on the first Demogorgon, bro. <laughs> but you were saying, you were saying. Yeah, man, just just that. You know, like our like when when it comes to new believers, we need to use our words to connect to them instead of trying to make them connect with us. Mm, basically, yeah. you know what I'm saying? One hundred percent, bro. And. That's so good, man. That is so good. Because I look at friends around us, and all I want to say is season. That's, like, the biggest thing. Season, Season, bro. Season, That's, like, the biggest thing that we say. Unequally yoked. But I think one of the hardest things, right? Because I think the majority of the people who watch the podcast are believers, right? Yeah. One of the hardest things is when you have a conversation with a believer that's borderline Mm -hmm. walking away from the faith, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're in this position where if you use scripture, if you use Christian lingo, if you use whatever, right, that has to do with, like, a Christian walk, mm-hmm. they're just going to reject it. Yep. Like, have you ever spoken to a friend and they're going through some tough time? You're like, bro, just pray about it. Or, like, this and that, right? And they're like, nah. Like, mm-hmm. I, I had one time I had a friend that I said, and the person was dealing with healing. Like, like they, they wanted healing, right? And I said, hey, like, let me pray for you. Mm-hmm. L- let me, let me, let me just go to war for you, like with you in this, mm-hmm. right? And I just remember hearing, that's what everybody says. That's, wow. that's what everybody says. Wow. This person says it. This person says it. What do you say in, in, in moments like that when yeah. it's a believer and yeah. they know what the word is mm-hmm. and they know, they know how much freedom there is, yeah. but because yeah. of their circumstance, because of the hurt, because of the pain, because of the repeated words from, from us saying all of these Christian things like, yo, like pray about it. And a hundred percent, they're correct. And also when people give word, that's right as well. We're not questioning the Holy Spirit, but yeah. what do you say when they have, when the meaning of it has been stripped from it and mm-hmm. all they hear is words yeah. and that's the last thing they want to hear like how do we respond to that you know yeah and i think that's just like our our culture's fault man mm-hmm. because we've you know how many times like do we say like yeah i'm praying for you and then like you actually pray for them or yeah. like you go home and pray for them mm-hmm. so or maybe they know like yeah i always tell people yeah yeah i'll be praying but then they don't pray yeah so they're like yeah i mean i guess thanks but you know are you mm-hmm. really though you know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah, that's hard. I honestly I don't I don't know. I've never been in that situation mm-hmm. where where I've extended like a prayer request and been rejected. It is it, it's but it's very tough. I couldn't imagine like what that even that initial shock of like oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's like when you when your heart and and as Christians we believe that the Lord is who He says He is, right? Yeah. That that we believe that the Holy Spirit's our great comforter, right? Mm-hmm. That we believe that Jesus set the greatest example. That in certain in cir- certain circumstances, we can take the approaches that He took, so that we are living like Him, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, I don't want to hear that. Yeah. Like that's the last thing I want to hear right now. Like I've, mm-hmm. I've I've been in situations like that. Like this is the only reason why I bring it up because not only have I heard people say it, but I've been that guy. And I think, it, to be honest, it's because we limit 
I believe it's because we limit the Lord into a cat. We put him into a category. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. there was one time where I was like just angry at the situation. I was mad. I was upset, bro. And I, I didn't know what to do. And very easily did I tell people, hey, I don't want to hear that. Wow. And one of my leaders, her name, her name is Holly. Uh, Holly's now in Nashville. Nashville. Yep. Come on. If you're shout, watching shout Holly, out Holly. Yeah, shout out Holly. <laughs> but one thing that she said was, honestly, bro, like, the Lord already knows. Why not just tell him? Wow. And I literally went home. I was like, Lord, I'm so mad at you. I was like, I, why would you let this happen? Why Why is this happening? Why is that happening? Why Dang. is this happening to me? I'm following you. And I went home. And then I just remember those words. He's like, he already knows them. Why not say them? Yeah. He knows them. Like, he he's someone who's there to comfort us, man. Mm. I'm writing that down. But, like, when we put the Lord in boxes, right? When we put them in boxes, then we're only limiting our freedom. Yeah. We're limiting we're limiting him as, as X, Y, and Z, right? Because mm-hmm. he's our provider. He's yeah. our healer, right? Yeah. He's all of these amazing things, right? Yeah. But if we're limiting him to just our judge, mm-hmm. if we're limiting him to only this, mm-hmm. and we're not going to want to hear that. Yeah. But the moment we start to let just invite the Lord... I, the, one of the biggest things that this podcast means to us is literally inviting them to conversations like this in the day-to-day. Yeah. And even inviting the Lord into that. Like, yeah. literally, if David wasn't here, it'd be me talking to the Lord right here, you know? Yeah. But literally having a conversation like that, inviting them into all that stuff. Because mm-hmm. the Lord isn't... He's a father, but he's also our protector. You know, like, he's also this thing and that thing. He's also a lot of things. Yeah. And when we limit him to these, the very small little category, little boxes, then we're limiting in ways that we can approach him. Wow. Yeah. And when you hear words like, oh, pray about it. Mm-hmm. It's like, eh, I don't want to. Yeah. You hear that because they're like, the only way that they see the Lord in that very moment is the person, the, the, the God who's judging them. Yeah. Yeah. The God who's not, ex- quote unquote, accepting. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And I think too is um I don't want I don't want our message to be uh taken the wrong way. There's nothing wrong with using these words. And if they're what you use, use them. But we just want to really motivate you guys to be the people where these words carry the weight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not saying stop saying all all Bible related like, you know, stuff. Yeah. Like, no, don't. No, I want you to say them and mean them. Yeah. And, and have them carry weight, dude. Yeah. And and I want them uh, to to really just have intention behind them. And I think another thing that we need to remember is that our words have the power to either build or destroy. Mm. So how you said yeah, life a, or death, a, a word out of season could be more harmful than good. Mm-hmm. Even though your intention might have been right, if you're not guided by the Holy Spirit, dude, that word can just be completely null and void. Mm-hmm. Because I've had times where I've been like at youth events or whatever, and a little background story on me, like I'm a PK, uh, pastor's, pastor's kid. kid. <laughs> so this guy gave me a word, right. and obviously, you know, like props to him for coming up to me and and you know wanting to exercise you know that that gift that gifting but um obviously like that word wasn't for me you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying like he gave me a word like yo your pops left i'm like nah my dad's at the crib you know so like i'm good 
and then like after the service, you know, they, they'll come up to me like, yo, bro, like, nice to meet you. Where are you coming from? I'm like, oh, dude, like, I'm actually a friend of the pastors. Like, I'm here for the event. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, whoa, you know? So, like, people, I don't know. Like, you know, we got to make sure that we come right. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that could, I could see how that could be damaging to to someone who's like, yeah, this guy's crazy. He's telling me a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> okay, but, like, when we look at when we look at circumstances like that, that is that's kind of on the more intense kind of spectrum right yeah that's obviously going towards like oh like i got a word from god from heaven it's a prophetic word you know whatever there's there's levels and you know we're kind of talking more about like the everyday yeah 100 you know? percent. well and, and i think that that definitely adds a lot because yeah. it can get to that point yeah and that's just like an experience i had oh uh, and that, i've had i've had something like that too yeah mm-hmm. but i think I think even in the in the smaller on the lower end of the spectrum that can carry as much weight as it would on on the end. Yeah. When on you, the altar or yeah. in the parking lot. Because yeah. like, when you see it in the way that you saw, it, you can quickly be like, "Nah, that isn't for me, bro." Mm-hmm. But when someone tells you something small, and it's off even the slightest bit, it can the slightest little bit can take you like miles far yeah. at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that's it's so important in. In understanding, like our words and just yeah. how much they hold, they should hold value. Yeah. Because yeah. when I left that night, the Lord was teaching me from then on, and He put this in my heart. He's like, "Don't talk just to talk, because mm. everyone has a mouth. Yeah. Anyone could talk. Anyone yeah. could use it. You know. Uh-huh. And with reading like a scripture here and there, anyone could tell you anything that sounds good. Mm-hmm. But I love Pastor Adam. Pastor Adam was my campus pastor from Marana. Mm-hmm. At Zion City now, but okay. one thing that he said is, we have, we have two ears and one mouth. We should mm-hmm. be listening twice as much as we speak. He says. Wow. Yeah. And that's good. And even as as I heard that, and then connecting that to what happened that day, mm-hmm. from then on, I said, you know what? I'm not gonna speak just to speak. Yeah. Because it's dangerous. Yeah. But I think. When people are, are told stuff all the time, you know, like you're going to do some great things, you're going to do some amazing things, you're going to do some powerful things, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. We can put a lot of stress on them, oh, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I remember one time, I think we've all heard that you're going to do some great things, right? Like mm-hmm. you're, you're going to do some big stuff. Yeah. You're going to do some amazing stuff, right? Yeah. And I do believe that the Lord will use us greatly, you know, if we press into yeah. that. Uh-huh. But it puts a stress, like... I don't know if a lot of people speak about this, but it puts a stress on us. Yeah. Because when you're could. in a place, when you're in in the desert season, Whoa. as I said, yeah. words like that are like, yo, I want to get out of this already. I yeah. want to go to where the rivers are at. I want to go to the milk and honey. That's promise that you have for me, for right? Sure. Yeah. And it's like, there's such an importance in knowing what we're going to say in that moment. Mm-hmm. And actually asking the Lord, what do you, what do you want to say right now? Mm-hmm. Like what is your heart for this person right now? What yeah. can what is actually from you that I'm about to say, mm-hmm. and what is not so that it can fall to the ground right now? Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. But you have something else? Yeah, man. So, um, did you want to get into your final uh, scripture? Oh yeah, we do. Actually, we have <laughs> have a couple of them really quick. Okay, so let's take it. Let's do yours. Let's do yours, and then because yeah. I have three, and I guess they all go together. Okay, cool. 
Yeah, so just another thing is that um, when we have a consistent relationship with God, his word won't feel void. Mm. And I and I brought this up earlier, but it's like the same thing in a dating relationship. Like if I had a girlfriend in the name of Jesus, I just hey, come on. <laughs> hey, we pray, we promise on. We right start, we gonna start interceding. No, but like if I had a if I had a if I had a girlfriend, it doesn't even have to be that type of relationship. My words would carry more weight because of my level of relationship with her. You know what I'm saying? So my words have a different, they carry a different intention now. They carry a different type of weight. Mm -hmm. So if I, as if it were just like the talking stage, now you're in the dating stage and then you get married, your words start to carry more weight. And it's the same thing with God. When you're in a constant relationship, when you're talking to him every day, when he's your best friend, the words that you have begin to mean a lot more. Yeah. And the difference between me telling someone, you know, I know I love you versus me telling someone I don't know I love you. And I'm not going to lie. I'm the type of person who throws that word out because I know that we were called to love everyone. Mm -hmm. And I and I genuinely have a love for people. Yeah. So I first time meeting someone, yo, bro, I love you. And maybe it's not weird to some, but to some people it's kind of weird because some people treat, they call it the, the L word. You know, like, uh, have you said the L word yet? it's like love like yeah dude i love everyone like yeah. I, mean, I love you you know and for me it's like i you love people at different stages at you know what i'm saying like i love uh i don't know tacos Sheesh. but i also love my parents hey come on it's a different type of love you know what yeah. i'm saying love is different and we were called to love everyone but point being when i say i love you to someone who who i'm in constant connection with versus someone who you know i see on you know the weekends or whatever mm. or, or just at work or whatever you know that word means two different things yeah. versus me telling my girlfriend in the future who i declare in the name of jesus hey come on we praying come on somebody hey leave it down hey leave your instagram no. your phone no. number. hey i'm just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. No. Hey, but if you want to the my instagram is gonna be down there too uh i'm gonna erase your instagram right now no. nah we're just kidding hey bro look if i'm gonna use this podcast i'm gonna use it for Stop. some <laughs> hey these are just and these are just words yeah, I'm joking. <laughs> but you no, were no, but yeah. So you know, me saying I love you to to someone who I'm in a constant relationship with mm. versus someone I'm not in a constant relationship with, the word carries two different weights. Yeah, and I want to uh, take us to Proverbs eighteen twenty. Come on, and it says, "Wise words satisfy like a good meal." The right words bring satisfaction. Yes. Come on. And that just speaks to... You ever just been grubbing, dog? And, like, that food sets? And you're just like... Oh, you're like, after Thanksgiving? Like, mm -hmm. good words, wise words satisfy, like, a good meal. The right words will bring satisfaction. And I like how it says the right words yeah. will bring satisfaction. Mm -hmm. And it just goes... And, and I feel like it ties into what we've been talking about. We want our words to not have the lullaby effect. Oof. We don't want to keep repeating ourselves like a parakeet and just repeat what? phrase after oh, phrase after phrase. Uh, that wasn't really what I was what? going for. That, that it's was a chicken. That's a chicken. That was hey, dog, you kind of throwing me off. Hey, hey, like, you're saying, you're saying, you want the words to carry this. Yeah, we want mm -hmm. our words. You know what I'm saying to carry. So you know, if you're using these phrases and if you're and if you're taking them to people 
make sure they carry weight because mm-hmm. the right words will bring satisfaction and uh, again that's in proverbs 18 20 go dude proverbs is my favorite book in the bible yes so go go through proverbs and I e- love proverbs. even just adding to that man the good good word like proverbs 17 says a cheerful heart is good medicine like these good mm-hmm. words have the power have the ability to yeah there's power bring in words. Che- like joy to the person you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. and that's yeah, the ability to bring that to them mm-hmm. but one of the like the hardest things the like one of the biggest things that people get told in the secular and even within the church that people have a hard time believing sometimes within the church but mostly outside of the church is hey jesus loves you Ooh. and bro that to to us that that because he do that yeah it, it carries mm-hmm. a different meaning yeah but to someone like osman from osmin from like maybe two years ago yeah. where i was in that hard yeah. hard hard place and i was like just dealing with a lot of stuff. Yeah. You'd be like, I don't feel it. Yeah, I don't feel it. Like, like where's, where's like the tangible? Like, where's the, like, what can I, what can I get? Like, what can I yeah. physically have here that shows me that? Yeah. You know, and that's where it gets hard. And I look at, for example, we look at Ephesians 3, right? And, and um, it says here, and I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have the power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep mm. is the love of Christ. Yeah. And to know this love surpasses knowledge yeah. that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of people. You say that to us, man, we'll be like, hey, man, come yeah. on. Like, because right now we're in a position where we're just so willing to receive it right now, right? And, but if you say that to someone... To, to someone who's like having a hard time receiving it someone who's heard it like yo like like to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of christ right like they're like man i've heard that a thousand times yeah like, or maybe they don't know maybe they don't know mm-hmm. but that's all they've heard yeah. a lot of times we say jesus loves you mm-hmm. but we haven't even modeled it to them yeah like that's the only yeah. like that's like they don't hear they don't feel it yeah but they hear it yeah and that reminds me honestly of like we see those billboards of like jesus saves and like you know what i'm saying like on the freeway Mm. and like for us like you know like when i go past those signs i'm like yo that's awesome like what a great but like to someone like they it's just like another billboard as they're driving by like it it doesn't carry anything Mm -hmm. you know yeah and i mean it could i could you know what i'm saying like again i don't want to come off like i'm like destroying everybody's attempt to like mm-hmm. <laughs> you love on people that's not the point of this the point is that you know we want these words to mean something yeah and people are not always gonna remember what you said mm-hmm. but more than always they're gonna remember how you made them feel mm. yeah true, true. And, and when we come at them with Jesus loves you with on our heart and our actions yeah literally modeling Mm -hmm. a love that's so good that we should be joyful to model it to show it to like to walk in it Mm -hmm. they're not gonna believe it yeah you know i've I've said this before at group but a lot of times our life and this is a andy minio lyric yo come on come on our life will be the only bible some people will read Mm, your life the way you model christ yeah will be the only introduction some people have to the word of god yeah until the Lord does the good work and, you know, brings them to Jesus. But that's why I love that you said that. People won't remember what you told them, but they'll remember how you made them feel. Yeah. And that's so good. And 
that's why dude like we need to come with intention we need mm. to come yeah. correct and make sure that when we're on you know giving people you know these affirmations these encouragements that they are being centered in christ you know yeah. what i'm saying they're carrying weight they're 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 carrying you know the the right heart you know we're coming with the right mind because you know our our life you know is is the is the good news for a lot of people who who will never pick up a bible yeah for sure bro and i think this is so important to know where it's landing yeah and us as us as followers like it's okay to say why isn't why isn't this word hitting when it should be like mm. why isn't somebody telling me that the lord loves me yeah hitting like it usually is yeah it's okay to acknowledge that we're not in a place where we should be mm-hmm. no we're not in a place where yeah where we should be mm-hmm. you know because we're acknowledging that hey maybe we're we're not we're not experiencing it right now maybe yeah. we're, we're a bit disconnected maybe we're whatever right mm-hmm. but i can just imagine i love uh in acts 2 right where, where peter heals a lame beggar right one day peter and john were going up to the temple at the time of prayer at three in the afternoon i was always like man what is so significant about three in the afternoon mm-hmm. it says now a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg for those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. And I just want to put a pause there really quick. Mm -hmm. Like, this man has been lame. For his entire... Loser. (laughs) Whack bigger. No, Lord... <laughs> what did we, you say? We, we joking, Lord. What did you say? It's like whack beggar. Oh my gosh! I like no, say. we we know what lame means, okay? <laughs> but <laughs> but it says here he was lame from birth and was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful. Like lame from birth, man. I can't imagine being in this position where. You're with a condition your entire life. Mm-hmm. I can imagine all the people that try to come and assure him and let him know, hey, you're going to be good or whatever, right? Yeah. And him be just completely numbing it out. Because mm-hmm. it, it actually says here, uh, it, it says here that he asked them for money, right? And it says Peter looked straight at him. I said, John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention expecting to get something from them mm. something physical you know yeah. or just whatever they were going to hand them yeah Can you imagine being told hey man like whatever assuring right and now like you know receiving like healing like someone just heals for you like dude you you're you're whatever condition mm-hmm. like i believe the lord's going to heal that right yeah and you hear so many times right and and so many times people pray for you and you're just like feeling let down and th- those words begin to lose its meaning yeah and you're in this position where it's now been like six years and you're dealing with this thing mm-hmm. right yeah and people are like yo like i believe the lord's gonna heal you mm-hmm. like a, a lot of people if not most people don't know this but my sister has rheumatoid 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 arthritis mm. and she's had it for a couple of years she got a young bro mm-hmm. young and she's believing in her healing yeah. right but i can't imagine all those times 
where she would have doubted where people were like lord's just gonna heal you in this area yeah and those words may for even a split second lost its meaning mm -hmm. but i i know that she was always willing and just waiting for that healing right yeah. but i can't imagine somebody else who's like someone new to the faith and that's the one thing that took them out of it yeah who made every word have a meaning to it all being stripped of it yeah and being here expecting some physical healing right mm -hmm. and just limiting it to just to just that right yeah and let's see i love here and we go to verse six it says then peter said silver or gold i do not have but what i do have i give to you in the name of jesus christ of nazareth walk wow taking him by the right hand he helped him up and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong he jumped, jumped to his wow. feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. And I just look at this wow. man, like how many times have we heard words in areas where we feel like we've closed God off. Mm -hmm. Like, there was a time where I closed the Lord off as my healer. Wow. And and I literally had to go into my room. My whole family had COVID. Entire family had COVID. And I was in my room as the only person who did not have COVID. I sat with them. I drank with them. I went to go get tested with them. And I literally drank from my sister's Starbucks cup that same day that she was tested positive. Mm -hmm. Three days later, we found out. And I was like, Lord, like I've been, I've been disregarding you as, as his healer because of this hurt, because of this certain thing, mm -hmm. and I, I, like it, it meant nothing when people say that he can heal and this and that. But that moment, I said, Lord, but I just put you back in this position as, as Jehovah Rapha, as my healer. I said, Yeah. And in that very moment, I started to declare that every day, to declare each and every day, Lord, you're, you're my healer. You're my healer, Lord. You're my healer. You're my healer. You're my family's healer. Mm -hmm. You're going to take good care of them. Yeah. You're going to do so good. Mm. I live with them. I was quarantined with them. Was tested three times. The beginning, the middle, the end. Was never, never had COVID. Wow. Praise God. Yeah. But <clears throat> the Lord gave me an opportunity to restore the meaning of words in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times it's the hurt that brings us to a place to where we begin to lose meaning of these things where when Jesus when someone tells you that Jesus loves you we're like man does he really because this thing happened and I don't know if he really does love me yeah and I had a talk with a friend a couple of days ago and he said Sandy Hook was that incident Sandy Hook from I think 2012 he said was the incident that completely erased the meaning of it all for him yeah yesterday wow. yesterday he said it and I was heartbroken bro like I was heartbroken mm -hmm. and when I think about the lullaby effect I think about all those times that we had had something that we've been told so many times and it means nothing because we've heard it so many times. It's just a word at this point. Yeah. But, man, the Lord is just good. And he's so good to restore the meaning behind everything. He's so good to restore the meaning uh, of words that he's, he's putting in people's heart to tell you. Mm. Yeah. But, family, we just want to say thank you. Um, yes. And we just want to say, like, I know it's gotten super serious at this yeah. point. We don't want this to yeah. be discouraging. Yeah. We want to encourage you, yo, keep giving those words. Keep uh, affirming people, those around you. But let's just be intentional and let's uh, make sure our words carry weight. Yeah. And just to finish it off, uh, Ephesians 
319 I mean 20 to finish off that last bit that I started off in the beginning um, in that prayer for the Ephesians it says now to him who is able to do immeasurably more uh, than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us like the Lord can do so much more like these words mm -hmm. that people have said that they've been stripped of their meaning yeah like that he can heal like mm -hmm. the Lord wants to heal you and you're like mm, eh, whatever yeah they they still carry meaning yeah Though we we've we've perceived them as having no meaning mm. they still carry meaning and you yeah. know what he's gonna exceed even that he's mm. gonna do uh immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine in those areas but i just say like i just encourage you if there's any area where where we've had that lullaby effect where we're like lord mm -hmm. i don't know if you can come through in this area or i don't know if this word has any meaning anymore i just encourage you just have the lord ask the lord to just give you a new perspective in it yeah and if you've heard a word that like you feel like hey this doesn't really sit right with me like i really don't feel like this is actually from the lord then just give it to him mm -hmm. like if you if you give it all to the lord yeah and it's not from him he'll take that and just boop, throw it away but if it's from him he'll continue to bring it up yep. he'll continue to bring it up mm -hmm. but i think that's our main point like we hear so many we hear things so many times they lose yeah. their meaning just mm -hmm. as in the beginning we said party 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 mm -hmm. and you keep yelling words like that i think phrases could be thrown out so many times that yeah. they lose meaning yeah but the lord is is so good at restoring the meaning behind the words and and at reminding you how good he is in it mm -hmm. um, yeah you have anything else brother nah hey guys we love you thank you for listening if you guys made it all the way here don't forget continue the conversation in the comment section let us know what do you guys want to hear us talk about we want to know your thoughts follow us on instagram uh all that will be down there yeah all the good stuff yeah like and subscribe we love you guys peace